Hey everybody, it's your resident angry challenger, and I'm sitting here with the dreaded challenger. How you doing, dreaded? Hey guys, I'm doing great today. You know what's making me feel pretty good today here, dreaded? Tell me. We got a special guest with us here today. We got a special guest. We got a special guest by the name of the All-Star Challenger. Hello, All-Star Challenger. What's up, guys? How's it going? I like the emphasis on the word special. Thank you for that. No problem, really makes man. makes me feel nice. You're unique. You're a unique <laughs> individual. You deserve all the recognition for the things that you do in a special way. In a very special way. Okay, All-Star here is somebody who both Dreaded and I know from the USO Kandahar, and he is a fighting game player himself. He didn't start out that way. He was big in the old RPG scene, which is cool. I respect that. And he's a very swell guy. He's helped us out in the New Challengers many, many times out at FOB Shindan, so props to you on that one. All-Star, tell us a little bit about yourself for the uh, listeners here. Well, let's see. I, uh... Hail from Montana, which you'll probably never hear anybody else say ever again. Um, not much of a fighting game presence here. However, when I came out, I met you guys. Obviously, you were doing video game tournaments in Kandahar, so I wanted in on that because technically it was my job. So rather than competing, you got to befriend your competition. I don't know. I was into Street Fighter a lot when I was little, Mortal Kombat, to a lesser extent, because me and my brother would always play it, but um, overall, it was never a big thing growing up. So, got the job with the USO, and once you guys got me hooked, Ivan, I believe, held uh, Street Fighter 101 with me, tried to teach me Ryu. Anyone that knows me knows I just despise Ryu. So, uh, I went a different direction with uh, little ninja schoolgirl Ibuki, and now... Um, oh, Ibuki. Yeah, let's just say it took quite a while to actually get that down, but really Ivan's basics helped me out a lot. And then, of course, my name hails from PlayStation All-Stars because we all got it when it was brand new. Um, you guys gave me the nickname. Don't remember why. I could have been awesome at it. I'm not sure. <laughs> you're, you're one of the preeminent PlayStation All-Star players, and we just called you that from then on. It seemed to fit. It does fit, because now, obviously now no one plays it anymore, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah, before they passed Ryan, that was a wonderful time. (laughs) Rest in peace, PlayStation All-Stars, and that's not even the first or last time we're going to say that on this podcast. No, it's definitely not the first or last time, kind of like how we talk about Baki all the time. Watch Baki. This is almost like... A podcast of morning. <laughs> it like is, not, not the, like the AM, but like morning. Like we're sad. Yes. I am sad. I'm yeah. sad to think about Ibuki because we just recently lost to a very vicious Ibuki online. Ooh. Oh, that's good for you, though. Everyone needs that. That's Everyone needs that. Well. Yeah. I did so, see soccer last... get railed oh, yeah. at uh, Evo, though, oh, man. by the Akuma. Uh... Yeah. But you know what, though? You're watching Evo. That's awesome. We had a podcast about that earlier. I find it just a lot of fun. It's almost it's almost like watching sports, you know, except you can't watch it live. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. So most of the time, I focus on streams. Actually, you can yeah, watch it live. mostly I try to find like Sako stuff just because I like to I like to see how they mix up their combos for my characters. Character, nice. Ibuki. Because um, <laughs> the other ones. 
it kind of helps if you watch the other people, like, say, like an Akuma player, because you can actually get it down really well, like, their strategies and stuff, so you can respond better. But at the same time, I still get obliterated online, so it needs some work. Yeah, but yeah that's a, a good point. You got to watch those videos so you can learn that tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with the character is is uh, complicated and is as technical as the girl you just picked up. I just want to spot a correction there. You can watch Evo live. I mean, my girlfriend watched it live <laughs> on Twitch, so that's possible. That's true. I also watch some of those live. Yes, sir. Okay, so my today, bad. So today, I kind of wanted to, you know. Get some some new points of view. You know, we talked to the Easy Challenger about transitioning from Tekken to Street Fighter, but we got a man here who transitioned from like Final Fantasy to Street Fighter. <laughs> so for all intents and purposes, he really didn't have much of a background in Street Fighter. I mean, you mentioned Mortal Kombat earlier, but as you know, that's a very different game. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to kind of get your point of view on what it was like learning Street Fighter, some of the difficulties you had, and maybe we can talk about how Capcom and other fighting game developers out there can tailor their games more for newer players, you know, get more people out there, which I'm sure we'll mention Street Fighter Five at some point as well. Well, hmm. It's tough to start, because um, I mean, really, my background was Street Fighter Two, Super Street Fighter Two, and Back home, I had a reputation of not being able to get beaten at that one. Obviously, the Super Nintendo version, very basic. I used Ken. I know, terrible. But um, <laughs> I guess the best way to do it was how uh, Ivan sat me down because really, as long as you learn the basic moves for a character, like a command character such as Ryu, most other fighting games like that will, well, 2D fighting games will follow a very similar button pattern style. Um, and if you can make that connection quicker, you're going to adapt a lot faster. Now, Ibuki's moves, at first I thought they were pretty overwhelming, but, I mean, really it all, it all kind of meshed together as long as it was still a command character. Before I met you guys, I had no idea what a change-up was, or move cancels, or anything like that. The transition was more, okay, I go from a playing an RPG where you're doing everything at your own pace, and, you know, turn-based battling, to you actually have to think on your feet now. That was the hardest part for me. Thinking on your bare feet. And it's true, you know, it's not just learning the commands, it's also learning the strategy behind it. I like to teach, when I teach people, the like basic moves like what is your overhead, what is your anti-air, what is your cross-up. Things that will help you strategize around your character because each player, each character, I mean there's like 50 characters in the game, they all play differently to a certain extent. I mean Ryu is not the exact same as Ken anymore. Very close, you can play them similarly, but at a higher level you'll find that you can be playing Ken a lot more aggressively than Ryu in some instances from different ranges. So I'm not exactly sure how Dreaded, well, like Dreaded, what, what, what is your method for teaching newer players? Well, I like to start with the basics. When I sit them down, I'll be like, okay, press, press these buttons. You know, see this? This is a jab. This is what you're going to use this jab for. Press this medium button right here. If you press back medium, I, I just, you know, 
I say this this button. See that? See how it, it kind of hits up? Let's test that out. That's a good anti-air. When they jump, for the time being, hit this. See see this one? This is your long range one. We just walk it through. Then we talk about like you're going to walk up and you want to hit this at this range. And so I start with normals, normals, and walking back and forth and just hitting normals, and and seeing what all your buttons do. And then I go into the specials and show them what the specials can do. And then I'll show them a simple, a simple normal to special cancel, and and then we go from there. You know, it all depends. It all depends on where where the person's at. If they've if they've played fighting games before, or you know, if they have zero background or, or what have you. But I always start with the yeah. Normals. You did, yeah. You did show me. Um, you made sure to show me frames right away, though. Even though I didn't have much. Well, of a man of your like doing it on the practice stage or whatever that shows the frames in the background. Um, oh, yeah, that was actually really squares, helpful too yeah. for spacing. Yeah, the squares. Okay, I got you. The, the squares. Yeah, and then normally frame data. Like I, I wait till a little bit later, so kind of you know once you get a, a feel of it. But yeah, the the, the boxes so important. Um, that's one of the yeah, first the things boxes, I do, and, which I consider to be the most basic of frames. Right. You know, I, I got to see how many boxes away is that medium kick gonna 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 hit. You can you can win so many battles by just knowing that my longest ranging you know attack goes from here to here, and then hit it hit it right at that maximum range. So they have a hard time blocking it or or counterattacking it. You definitely so. got to know where your ranges are in that regard, not just for like your long range, which is like which is my fastest one, and which one has a fast startup but a slower recovery, which has a slower startup and a faster recovery. Like for me, and using Street Fighter Cross Tekken as a reference, for Marduk for his uh, counter poke I use a stand heavy punch, but for his poke I use a stand heavy kick. So Depending yeah, both amazing. Very long-reached, yes. very long limbs. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, uh, your method, I, I found, has been very effective because uh, a lot of players, the first thing they want to do is just open up that command list. But you've got a plethora of tools at your fingertips in the form of normal attacks. So going back to the All-Star yeah. Challenger here, when you were learning, uh, what commands did you find the most difficult to perform, if, you, if any? I mean, we know that you're a fighting game genius. Of course, yeah, of genius. Course. Um, well, because also when I went to Shinden, I actually got to adopt a Ivan's method, see what worked for the demographic that would show up at my USO in Shindan, because it was obviously a much smaller base and like a lot less diversity, really. But um, the commands that I found the most difficult would be ones that included more directions. Any anyone can mash the buttons, I feel like, but it's actually making sure you get you know that ha- that half circle or that quarter circle down or the double quarter circle. The ultras in Street Fighter, I had the biggest problem with because of the do- double quarter circle type stuff. But then I found a lot of people. Sometimes that came naturally to them when I'd be teaching them in Shindan, and they would have more trouble with just timing between um, how to draw a combo together. So, you really just you really have to tailor it to who you're teaching. That's yeah. Good. So you were getting those combos down, but I know a lot of times in the heat of a battle, I try to with the command character, I try to throw out an ultra to win the match, and out comes you know an ex dragon punch or whatever. If you rush it or whatnot, it's it's usually it's usually hard. You can tell when you drop it when you get something else like an ex 
EXDP or something like that. All-Star, you played, uh, I know that you played a little bit of uh, Blaze Blum, I know Aaron Valencia, he turned you on to some uh, anime type fighters. Did you ever use any turned of those tutorial modes? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever use any of those tutorial <laughs> Turned me on and quickly turned me off after we played him against each other because that was a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit, but not entirely. Most of that was experimental on my own. And then we found games like Guilty Gear with instant kills, and then that just ruins the game for any tournament. Now it's just a competition of who can instant kill the fastest. Nah, the anime ones, they're a little bit different just because the mechanics feel so much different. It's either stiffer or you have to be a lot quicker because it could be the same exact commands as something like Street Fighter, but the timing is way different. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, um... I've always found it to be a lot faster. Like, you have to input commands a lot faster. Uh, And, you know, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have so many links, per se, because, like, everything kind of cancels into everything. But to, like, juggle correctly or to, like, do everything right, you just have to just... You almost have to mash it. It's just, like, so fast. And it's hard to adjust to. So what did you find was, like, for both of you, what did you find was most difficult teaching newer players? I mean, for me, it was trying to get across to new players that for one just because your character looks cool doesn't mean they're going to be able to accomplish being able to fight your the way you want to like fit into your play style and to keep an open mind and also the importance of normals but you know all-star and dreaded i guess we'll we'll get you first all-star what did you find most difficult trying to teach players who weren't into uh fighting games besides the fact you were just destroying them initially before they learned <laughs> My still destroyed them. They wouldn't let me play as my character, so um, (laughs) I'd have to try someone else like Yoon or Young or something like that. Um, Oh, because that's a total Everyone wanted to be Vega, first of all. (laughs) Everyone always wanted to be Vega. Vega or Bison. That's all anyone ever wanted to be. And I'm like, those are charge characters. This is the basics for a charge character. They didn't stick on those characters. Yeah, they like everyone always wanted to be the same person, but... So many people would just trash controllers because they'd just be button mashing. Like, you really have to slow it down for them, usually, and explain how much farther into the game you can go if you actually learn the different combos, the different um, move sets, and everything like that. That's some good insight. That is some good insight, yeah. sir. Yeah, a lot of times, it's like the M- implementation, like, you can teach them how to how to do the normals, how to do the specials, and you, you'll see them do great against the dummy. Um, a lot of times it, it's like teaching them like, okay, now you have to like implement it. So like getting them to understand a strategy behind a fighting game that you don't just throw the moves and, ha- and hope they stick, that's a way to lose. The hardest part is teaching them the overall strategy. Like, no, you want you want to get them to jump or like, you need to you need to rush in now and then like you need to pull back when he starts doing this. And meanwhile, they're so focused and, and this is just like with everybody that's new, they're so focused on trying to do what they're what they've been practicing to do. Like, no, I'm gonna hit this low forward into sure you can, or no, I'm gonna hit this combo with a buffer into my flash kick. They're so concentrated on that that they're not reacting to the fight, uh, what's happening to them, you know? Yeah. So yes, it's teaching it's teaching them how to how to take what I just taught them and like use it situationally. 
you know, and I try to do that, you know, like I'll take over the dummy and be like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and attack you. I'm going to jump in and attack you. Now just knock me out of the air. Just not just, yes, I'm jumping in <laughs> three, two, one, three, two, one. I'm going to jump and kick you in the face. Okay. Either, okay. No, you got to DP this. You got just, just DP this one, two, three. No, I said DP. No, I'm not joking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's one of the things I try to do. Because, because you know, the dummy is always, oh well, you know, always builds your confidence. You know, if it's dummies just standing there and you're just like, I'm gonna punch this guy in the face so many times, I feel awesome at this game. You know, when when the target starts moving and jump kicking you in the face, there's some guys that that start getting it, and there's sometimes where they they'll start to turn into a little, little bit of a self-proclaimed you know, training room monster. But then when it comes to actually doing it against a live person, they, you know, that's the hardest part to teach. I like to sit behind people when they play and tell them, like, look at the screen, watch what's happening. This is why you're getting hit. A big thing for a lot of people <laughs> is they just want to press buttons. When really, oh, I, tell them, yeah. I tell them all the time, like, listen, sit back, block, and react. Slow it down a little bit. This person's all over you. If they're jumping at you and they're hitting a lot of jump-ins, just crouch down and hit that anti-air or stand up and, and do something. Hit that anti-air doesn't have to be a special move, anti-air, because I know it's a lot for someone to think, okay, they're jumping. I got to press. I got to do a dragon punch. For us, it's like they're jumping. I got to do a dragon punch. But for them, it's probably more like I got to do a dragon punch. What was that command again? Okay, forward, down, down, forward. Was it punch or kick? Kick in the face. Yeah, and it's too late. <laughs> so it's much easier for me to say hold down, like if I'm teaching them, let's say for some reason I'm teaching them Makoto. Hold down, press medium kick. They keep doing that. Yeah. Soon the person starts jumping. Then they have the difficulty of trying to beat the person on the ground. Yeah. So, okay, now they're just going to try to fight you on the ground. Just get in the range and use that slow, slow Makoto step in the range and use medium punch. And just work that uh, crouch medium punch until you can get the damage you need. It's, it's interesting to watch the players play. Yeah, that's a very good um, example. I have a, I have a real, real life example. Uh, and it was back when uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken first came out. And there was a guy in the USO that, you know, was like kind of hanging around us during the uh, the original Kandahar Assassins era. Yes. And um, he he was never any good, just not any good. And it was I think it was before the All-Star Challenger came in there, so I'll keep it quick. But um, Shoto was in there with Jerry uh, in the Street Fighter Cross Tekken and wrecking everybody's face like he normally does. He was he was picking up jury and, and just making such just nauseating combos. But this guy picked it up because he wanted to hang out with us. And and of course he picks a bookie just based solely on character design alone. You know, I'm not saying Can't that play. there's anything Can't wrong play. with picking picking <laughs> a bookie. But he Okay. Well he was getting a bookie body because Shoto <laughs> body. had these amazing <laughs> Just embodied because Shota would just be jumping in or doing dive kicks or whatnot. So I knew that Abuki has an amazing normal anti-air. Press back and medium punch. It it's that little palm jab where she just kind of shoots her palm up. So little, little palm strike that goes kind of mm-hmm. up at an angle. Yes, and she's upper body invincible during that. And that I don't know much about Abuki. I know that that move is amazing. It's like it's like almost more reliable than a dragon punch for jump ins. It's crazy. And I was like, listen, guy, I can't remember his name. He's going to jump at you, and he's, he's getting you with jump-ins. What you need to do, every time he jumps, you press back and medium punch. Just press it. 
Just as soon as he as soon as he jumps, you press this. It will beat him every time. Now, Shoto was getting all 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 froggy with his jumps and jumps jump ins. Very froggy. But then I noticed. I mean, and let me tell you. I mean, it's not like we were winning, but the match starts and he starts pressing back medium punch and started knocking. Shoto out of the air every time. Shoto got really kind of like frustrated with that. He actually had to walk up and do like ground combos. Now Shoto still wrecked his face. Let's not <laughs> let's not be let's not be crazy here. But the kid had no skill. But I told him one one normal anti air normal move, and I was like, whenever he jumps, you do this. When he does this, you do this. And I was like, back medium punch, back medium punch, and you know, and he almost took a round one time, and then. Show to stop jumping, and then you know that was all she wrote. But still, <laughs> it was one of, one of the times where I was able to teach something situationally. Yeah, you know the big thing like that. I always tell people like, hey, I, I always do like my uh, TV show motivational speaker. I'll get you a million dollars thing where I go. I'm going to teach you four things that will help you beat any person who doesn't know how to play, play Street Fighter, any button masher who has no clue what they're doing, I'll teach you four things. People are like, I don't believe you, I don't <laughs> believe you. But I helped a man win a tournament. I said, okay, pick for you. Crouch medium kick. This is what's called a poke. You get him at a correct range, you hit the crouch medium kick. And if you hit it, you can do a Hadouken. And even if they block it, you're still okay. And they can't reach you at his range, and it's safe on block. Okay, crouch heavy punch. This is going to be your anti-air. Knock him out of the air with this move right here good to go this is how you throw if they're blocking and you're too close and how you throw break and of course i had to show them how to do a hadoken when they were at range that's all they needed because when they were too close and they're fighting the ground game crouch medium kick when they're far away hadoken when they're jumping crouch heavy punch that's enough to beat most new players just some simple things it'll help them win it'll build their confidence and on top of all that It'll show them that, wow, this game, there's some thought behind it. You use your pieces the right way, you can win. But for you, All-Star, I mean, what would you recommend if you're trying to teach, if other people want to build that scene? Because I know you say there's not much of a scene in Montana. When you were in Shindan, what got the most people to play? What kind of games, like fighting games, did they want to play? I know the answer is Mortal Kombat. Well, I know it. wrong. Actually, PlayStation yeah. All-Stars took over for... Probably a year and a half of the two years I was there. Um, simply because you can get anybody to be good at that game in like five minutes. Um, or at least competing. The biggest thing is in a smaller place like that, people are going to ask for their tournaments that they want. So most of the time it's Call of Duty, of course. And then you try to give them what they want no one shows up. Alright, well... This is what you do. You just tell them what they want to play. All it takes is a little bit of good marketing skills, I guess. Uh, <laughs> just get a couple people that already know how to play the game and make sure it's during like peak hours and get those people playing the game. And then if they see the USO employee also playing, everyone's going to naturally be interested um, because it's getting attention from more than two people. So what I found is, okay, how many of you people know how to play this? Maybe like one or two hands go up. Most of the time, they were completely wrong. So <laughs> what I would do is I would hold like, I'd just get a whole big group together, 
and just kind of hold us a big tutorial session. And All Stars was perfect because you could get four people on. But other than other times, it'd be like Street Fighter, and I would use like a character that I have no clue what I'm doing with. So then everyone already feels like they're on the same level. Now this is basically just so you can get good participation in tournaments. But from those tournaments, if you get good participation, you'll get a few people that actually want to take it further. And then they'll be like, okay, who's who's your main character? And I'll tell them. Then I play against them with the main character. They get wrecked. Now they want to know so they can practice and get way better than everybody else. Nice. I, you know, I remember one time when Dreaded actually set up a whiteboard and wrote the controls for PlayStation All-Stars right there on the whiteboard. <laughs> And everybody gets to see it. And it was really great because PlayStation All-Stars is such a simplistic game. And at the same time, it's got a little bit of depth to it. Same thing with games like Smash Brothers. I mean, you just, you, you hand them a controller. You say, A does this, B does this. This is how you jump. Uh, this is how you do your up B attacks. So you can get back on the stage unless you're Ness. In which case, what are you doing? And you <laughs> can also press jump again to get on the stage. And this is how you lose if you fall off the stage. And... People learn quickly. And it's interesting that, you know, a lot of people make this argument for high execution and all this. But really what it's all about is selling a game, having fun, and being able to teach new players. If a new player can't learn the game on their own, then they're not going to want to stick to the game. That being said, guys like us, who just enjoy gaming, who enjoy fighting games, are going to play regardless. Most people aren't like that. So I think I think what it is is it's good that All Star had an open mind and he wanted to play these games as with Easy, Dynamite, Ancient Challenger, all those guys, the King himself. But these are all people who had that drive to learn the game. We all have had times when we've taught people how to play and they just they weren't having it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah. So it's you gotta help people stay motivated you got to help people learn and all that uh for you dreaded what's what's the big thing you want to impart on a new player you're teaching so that they you know don't want to just quit right away what, what's a big thing you you've noticed that helps them or what makes them quit i i give them a lot of reassurance that when i see that they're doing better make sure that they know that they're doing better like hey you just reached this next level you can do this combo or you know you're starting to get w's you're getting better Keep it up. And then they're, they're like, oh, I want to be the very best that there ever was. Anyway, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just that Pope motivation. <laughs> 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 so it works for Smash Brothers. You know, that when they, when they see improvement, you know, and you actually point out like, yeah, before you would have just got bodied by that. Now you blocked it and then you see how you countered. Very good. You know, you're you're getting to that next level. You know that seems that seems to work out, and, and get them get them wanting to go, to go back into training mode. Some people positive are just not reinforcement. Gonna, yeah, I mean, really, that's what it is. You know, it's mentorship. You're you're gonna get a lot of salty guys though. Oh, oh I just play oh. this game for fun, or oh, I haven't even touched that game since last time. You know, I got bodied by you. You know, you're gonna get those rage guys, quit. But, you know, rage yo, quit. <laughs> yeah, we had like a. Like an entire like 
a row of of soldiers like that lived all in this row that came out for a Tekken tournament. And they all got bodied, and then like I saw them again, and they're like, "No, man, we haven't played the game since." I'm like, oh, well, okay then, let it's, it go. It's funny that you should mention that, and hopefully they don't ever hear this podcast. They probably <laughs> but, won't. But I want to say that those guys used to get together every night and have that chew, that tiny little chew, stock full of soldiers wall-to-wall playing Tekken. To see that community fall apart just because they didn't do that one in the tournament. They asked me to stack the brackets so that they didn't all play each other. The thing was, they were like eight people. I couldn't really do anything about it. We only had (laughs) how many people in our Tekken tournament? Like 20? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a good amount, but we couldn't couldn't just stack the brackets or, you know... And they mean, got buys. Well, what are we going to do? Make them not play Hoffabang, SKR, yourself, Captain Bulgaria. They were gonna Dude, there were some regardless. killers at that tournament. <laughs> there yeah. were some so, killers at that so tournament. So that whole crew got wiped out, and then they stopped playing second. You know, I kind of feel bad for them, you know, because there was like that whole – there was a scene. There was a little scene going on, but nobody was willing to get any better. So, yeah, nobody that happened. Back again. What about you? Yeah. What did you notice, notice over Shinden that made people just kind of like play fighting games for a bit and then all of a sudden they're like, I don't want to play anymore? It was usually a bad loss at a tournament. Um, there was one because we started doing this thing called Fight Club where it was like a round robin, which I know you guys did at Kandahar some too, where uh, I'd have, you know, four fighting games and then four, bra- four different brackets going at all times. So there was... This Air Force dude who just was one of the best Raiden players I'd ever seen on Mortal Kombat. And, I mean, really, he only did, like, three combos, maybe. But out of those people, there was nobody that could stop it. Nobody. And there was another guy there that he had a mouth on him. He'd been talking the whole week prior. Well, they end up in the championship. And he got completely wrecked. <laughs> Threw the controller down, storms out of the USO, never saw him in the USO again. It's just Ouch. sometimes sometimes the pride just gets you. And I was trying to tell him, you know, kind of like you guys were talking about, uh, stand behind him, narrate, or tell him exactly what's going to happen to him as he gets wrecked. <laughs> Didn't work. <Yeah. laughs> He just got irritated at it, so you can't really help that too much. I think I saw him one more time before he left on that deployment, but uh, it was ugly. Uh, that doesn't sound too good. Oh, for me, I found that the big thing is teaching people how to block. Once they learn how to block <laughs> and once they learn to stop pressing buttons so often, they uh, they, they tend to do a little bit better. That's teaching true. them different types of blocks, too, though. There was another guy. I could tell him over and over again, block low, just block low, crouch and block. He would never do it, and he'd never. He won. He won maybe two tournaments the whole time he was there, and it was just. I'd tell him every time I'd practice with him. He'd stay, help me close, and then we'd stay like a couple hours after closing, and I just try to help him. Try to help him. He couldn't do it. This was at both Street Fighter and. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. So he just he didn't block low ever. <laughs> uh, that'll that'll kill you. That's so Street odd. Fighter. Oh man, that is so odd in Street Fighter to not block low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's like the oh, opposite. Yeah, I just get him with a neck breaker every time. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Kapow! Thank you, Obuki. <laughs> Thank you for every sliding time. on your knees somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's really painful. With no momentum whatsoever. <laughs> sliding along the ground. <laughs> so. I gotta say, I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. No, no, go ahead, sir. Just, just, oh, just I was just I was just wanted to say that, um, you know, from seeing the videos and from seeing the scene that you, you had built up in in that little fob over there, it's really impressive. I was very impressed about how you can kind of like build a scene with, with what you had on hand and and have pretty good turnout on these tournaments and build a pretty you know, pretty good community over there. Mainly just a, you know, hype, some mentoring, some marketing, and boom, things happen. And there was not a whole lot of people in that fob, right? No, 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 not many at all. A couple thousand at best. Wow. All right. And uh, most of them were not gamers. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, so, uh, Angry, what were you uh, what were you going to bring up? I just want to shout out to the, the devs here in case any indie dev or big-time dev just is enthralled by our podcast. Please, please, please. If you want newer players to play, let's just step away from the complicated stuff because – We've got three different people here from different gaming backgrounds, and yeah, we've accomplished a lot, you know, growing the scene or whatever, but we've also seen the difficulty that really goes into building and forming a strong community. So yeah, I want to give props to the All-Star Challenger for building a community on a small base. Props to Dreaded for being a great teacher, and uh, props to everyone for, you know, being in the USO and getting those tournaments going and once again support your local uso donate your time and money they do great things absolutely so uh all-star before we wrap it up i just want to ask what what kind of stuff are you playing now not just necessarily fighting games (sighs) well right now since i have a lot of free time on my hands it's been uh i've been trying out a lot of the next gen games on ps4 my brother got it for me appreciated that as a uh, coming home gift but uh you know i started playing destiny got sick of that started playing elder scrolls online got sick of that because i just don't like the online stuff where everyone is like can get in your way basically so <laughs> i went back to skyrim i've been playing skyrim for the last like week and a half <laughs> so there's there's not much of a scene for fighting games where you're at no nothing at all there That's was rough. there were Halo tournaments when I was in college, and I won a couple of those. Halo Three, they'd have them at the Walmart or whatever, because there's not like even big cities around here. So most of the time, it's people just hanging out, playing video games in their houses. Yeah, right on. Is online much of a factor? Can you is that something that that you see yourself doing as far as fighting fighting online? Have you ever tried that out? I have a little bit. Um, I got out of. Uh, playing video games a whole lot once I first got back, but now that I do have a lot of downtime, I'm starting to get back into it. Actually, after this podcast is over, I'm probably going to throw in uh, some All-Stars and see what's going on, if anyone's even playing it right now. <laughs> oh, man. Why do you think Why do you think there's been such a decline in the PlayStation All-Stars? Like, would you call that game, like, much of a success, or uh, what, what, what kind of attributes do you see that might not translate well well it served it a really good like it was perfect for overseas what we had because it offered 
local four-player gameplay, just like Super Smash Brothers. And we didn't have Nintendo systems. We had PlayStations at the USO. So that was the replacement for Super Smash Brothers. But I wouldn't call it a complete success because it kind of just turned into, like, every developer's, like, marketing for characters that were coming out with new games. It wasn't, like, loyal PlayStation characters, really. There was no Crash Bandicoot. There was not even Spyro. Like, yeah, those are two big ones there. <laughs> there are no, no Final Fantasy yeah, characters. Yeah, there's no Cloud. <laughs> That's a lot of missed opportunity right there. Man. Yeah, we. I mean, I really enjoyed that game, but I wanted to play Heihachi, who was really the only dedicated fighting game character in that game. And he wasn't mm -hmm. really that good. So that kind of put me off. And, I mean, Nathan Drake, Dante, they, they hit it. They were right with those, but they had a lot of older characters in there that really younger players just didn't even know who they were. A lot of people didn't know who Sweet Spike was. And, <laughs> I mean, Sweet yeah. Tooth. And it's cool they put your girl in there, though. Gravity Rush. All right. I never Still never played Gravity Rush. Yeah, but. I never played that either. <laughs> I'm sure it's fun. Who game. has? I don't even know. It's so uh, weird. It's so weird how they decided to pick which characters you know got into that game. Exactly you know what? One thing I've noticed. Thing. Yeah, exactly. It's marketing. Um, you know, one thing I I learned about that game. You know how in Smash Brothers, if there's like one of you got like in four people and one's like a pro Smash player, um, you can do like a three on a three on one, and it's fair. You know, because the skill of the one will overcome the skill of the three, right? Mm -hmm. If you do a three-on-one team battle in PlayStation All-Stars, it's like a 10-1 match. It's like, it's like a 9-1 matchup for the one guy. Yeah. Because basically, he's got three targets that he could kill. He's yes. got three targets to, to get BP from. And all he has to do, you know, is get up to like level two and then kill all of them. <sighs> Meanwhile... They only have one target to get their their points from, and they only have one target to kill. So even if they each got one kill each off of this one guy in a minute, he could do one super and then kill the other team, and he's got as many points. It's it was, so much easier for someone. Yeah. It's so like the way balance. that game is scored is so weird. It's, yeah. It's, it's not very balanced. That's a really good point because usually three on one – it would be an advantage for the three, but this game seemed to like the more people like two on one. Okay, I could see that in PlayStation All Stars as being somewhat of an advantage, but three on one on a small stage, I played as Heihachi and just wrecked. Three, <laughs> they were fairly competent players. They weren't the greatest, but they were fairly competent because it didn't matter how much they were like ping ponging me around because they could only collect AP off of me. So by the yeah. time well, one of those they... guys would get level one. I would have already hit them each like five times and had level two. Well, in the way yeah. that the they set up the game, um, you can't get infinitely juggled either. You can only get a certain amount of AP off of a person before it knocks them across the screen, so they automatically get reset away from everybody anyway. Yeah. So you can't just like gang up on them because they're just going to get blasted away real quick. Then you've got things. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say it was a really interesting concept. You know, it it came out of from the shadow of, of Smash, and they they tried they tried to to make something new and different. You you appreciate that, and it had its purpose. But 
once again, rest in peace, PlayStation All Stars. I don't think we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. A, I don't think we're gonna see a second. No. I would like to see a second, just to correct what they did wrong. But I don't <laughs> think that would be enough to carry it. <laughs> yeah, very just good. Very good. You know what I'd like to see? I, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, if they did make a second one, and if, if the devs are listening, which they're not, but that's okay. I'm gonna say this anyway. What they could do is have two option modes. You can have the, the classical option mode, where super moves kill, but you only get it through AP and all that. But I like to see where you could switch the option, where each character has a health bar, mm-hmm. and and it's more. It's not quite like Smash because Smash has health, but then you get the kill by you know knocking them off the stage. But like in Smash, like in, in PlayStation All Stars, you can have it where you know the supers will do an instant kill, but like if you get them to like a thousand. Points, points of damage you kill them so it re like it it'll, it just undoes the the balance of that game like I, that would be cool if you had an option to switch it between the two kind of like how Smash i think does. that would work actually yeah that would work pretty well actually i think be a lot of fun I, mean, I know it's more conventional but hey might work well and a, a better cast of characters probably oh for sure <laughs> yeah this one wasn't bad but right wasn't great either. Like, how many of those characters can you say are like really noteworthy as far as you know, just people yeah, are going to talk about no one, their performance in that game? <laughs> everyone's going to play as Raiden, Kratos, uh, maybe Sackboy if they have a sense of humor like me, and <laughs> Radak, and and she Kratos, whatever her name is, the female Kratos <laughs> on occasion. Although, that, yeah. although Nathan yeah, Drake, right. Nathan Drake, and Nathan once Drake. people get to know the game, they'll realize Nathan Drake has a lot of exploits. So, yeah, but weird. I'm just telling you right now, Dante nobody's playing. Popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dante was like Raiden light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No mm-hmm. one was playing. Look, no one was playing Cat. No one was playing. What's his face that I can't even remember? Like poor man's uh, like Jack and Daxter. No one played them. No one played Harappa the Rappa. Nobody ever, ever picked Sir Daniel. Nobody picked Emmett. Oh, you no. know? Toro. Don't forget Toro. That's true. <laughs> Toro, it's funny. no, but nobody, nobody it's, picked Toro. It's funny because nobody's going to pick Toro. No one Toro knew what Toro was. Either. <laughs> Say it again. Oh, yeah. I know, right? And uh, Okay, I want to add something to that. Nobody's going to pick Heihachi because if they want to play a good fighting game, they're just going to play Tekken. <laughs> yes. Yeah, especially because he was That's not fair. any, like he was amazing. Like until you try to kill somebody, and you're like, "Wow, I can't, <laughs> I just can't get skills." Just run from the bear. <laughs> just run from the bear. <laughs> just everyone's picking Kratos, and they wouldn't be wrong. They're not wrong. No, I'm yeah. forward square all day long. <laughs> so okay, okay, I'm going to change the gears if that's all right with everybody. All right, go ahead. Have you have you seen some of the news there, All Star, for Street Fighter Five? Some of it, yes. Right on. What do you following think? following it lightly, you, you... mostly because I'm looking for my character to be in it, but <laughs> it's not oh, looking good true. right now. I know. At this point, I have no idea who's going to be in it. Like, I put down money that Karen's going to be in the game because everyone keeps asking for Karen in the game. I don't know why. <laughs> she was a good character. I have no clue. Three. She was really good in Alpha, <laughs> Alpha 3. 3. She Man. was like broken. In Vism, she, she was straight up broken. Yeah. That's why. But, okay. 
Aside from Karen, I have no idea who was in this game. Like, oh wait, 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 wait. They picked Vega. That was the last person I thought they were going to put in this game. This is going to be, you know, this one I'm going to say is going to make people unsubscribe from our podcast. But I always thought Karen was kind of boring because I played KOF and she was supposed to be like a Rekka type character, but I thought she was like a poor man's kill. So I was like, this character kind of reminds me of a KOF character, kind of like how Armika had all her chains, but she just seemed really boring. Like she's just the rich girl Sakura. I know, I know. Well, not only did that bother me, but she was like just really straightforward with her rekkas, her little up kick anti air, and her little spin punch. Like, yeah, she really felt like it because she had counters, which was interesting for Street Fighter. Yeah, but it's like I, I, coming from a King of Fighters background, it's like she's like she has the King of Fighters counters, like the low and the high counter, and she has the rekkas. But this is Street Fighter, and I, I just found her kind of boring, honestly. I think Guile's going to be in Street Fighter V. So. I yeah, believe, I mean. I, yeah, I could see Guile being. How would they get rid of Guile? That's what I want to know. Like, honestly, yeah. that's one of the original characters. Yeah, and, and to me, the fact that they changed Nash so much, and Nash is in the game and is completely different, it's almost guaranteed that Guile's going to be in for story purposes, and it's going to be Guile. Like, I think they changed Nash to be not a Guile clone, you know, farther away from that, so that they can have room, gameplay-wise, for Guile, and have not, have them not be clones. So. What about... Uh, I would like to see less clones. What well, I mean, Vega yeah. also had a huge revamp. Oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they made Vega, and he's not going to be a charge character. To do, the, to do the Barcelona dive, it's a DP motion. I might actually yeah, be able they, to use them now. Yeah, I mean, you, you could take a look. You know, they got they got a couple of vids of them out there. You have to toggle between claw or no claw, and when he doesn't have the claw, he has a command grab. But it's all command. There's no charges. No charges with the with Vega. Uh, his V skill is, is he just kind of twirls, and it's like a, you know, it just passes through, a little dodge dodge attack. Huh. It's yeah, it's interesting. So I mean. Yeah, so I was wanting to know if you had any, uh, you know, ideas. I, I guess you're just waiting for your girl to show up in the cast. I'm concerned because of what fighting games do now with their DLC stuff. It's like mm. everything's going to DLC, so when you get the game, you get a tiny roster, and then you have to wait like six months until you've been coming close to the full roster. Because um, I got the new Mortal Kombat just because all my friends wanted to play that. i personally not a huge fan of it, but all it is, like, everyone was just waiting for the new characters because it was a pretty small roster compared to past Mortal Kombats to begin with, and then they only added four characters, so they might add more, I'm not sure. But I just feel like they're trying to milk too much money rather than just worrying about customer satisfaction which I totally get from a business standpoint because people are going to play it anyway. But If they released your girl as DLC, would you make you think I could twice? work with that. I could work right. with that. I mean, I'll probably get it anyway. I'll, you know, I'll find a new character um, because Street Fighter is probably my favorite fighting game. But it would be very helpful because <laughs> I got used to playing her in Omega mode on Ultra Street Fighter 4 too and... I mean, not, she's not oh, all that much fun. different. She, 
she can throw knives at your toes now instead of having to jump for it. But well, dang, you've had we've had a lot of really good insight here recently. I'm yes, good stuff. Thank you very much for coming out to uh, grace us with your knowledge there, All Star. Anytime, guys. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Oh Appreciate man, that. any you know what? You're always welcome here on the show when you're available. And thank you very much for uh, your time serving the troops here at the USO, for helping us out with the new challengers out at Shinden, and for just being a swell guy. Thank you, thank you. Well, I learned from the best. Oh, these two dreaded. gentlemen here talking with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, let's man, not forget Angry and Eyes face-offs in Kandahar when I would pass through. Uh, I'd beat him once <laughs> out of, like, 50. <laughs> yeah, when you decided to actually win instead of just trying to do try to play fair with Cat, you are like, I'm going to win now. <laughs> yeah. Hachi. I'm just going to yeah. beat you. Well, I was a little bit more split in All-Stars. Street Fighter was just ugly. We won't talk about that. Did not like playing you in All-Stars because you were just destroying me when you decided that you didn't want to give me that (laughs) time of day. That is one thing, too. That killer instinct wouldn't kick in until, I don't know, it was. you'd really have to talk me into it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for being... You've awoken the sets we know how to. Thank you for uh, going (laughs) easy on me there initially. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll close it out here today. We've had a, a very good pod, and... I'm glad that we could finally get the three of us back together again because it's been years since the three of us have been in the same place. Truly. Yeah. It's good to be Hopefully reunited. Hopefully it's not too long. Yeah, yes. it's, it's good, man. I'll have to stop by Hopefully it's time. not too long until we get to we get to game again. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, that being said, we're going to close it out here today. Um, I guess the only shout-outs I'm going to give is the USO because of the USO. Would never have met All Star or Dreaded. So once again, support your local USO. Time, money, whatever you got. They do a lot of great things for the troops as well as deployed civilians, such as myself. Just go online or just go to your local airport. Just, just go in there. Ask them if you can volunteer or something. I'm sure they can always use more people. That being said, we're going to close it out today, as we generally do, with a little bit of uh, until the next challenge. Until the next challenge. Until the next challenge. All right.